Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Today's Issues here on the American Family Radio Network. That's the name of this program for this Monday, August the 2nd. Thanks for listening to AFR. I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Vitagliano. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Tim. And Chris Woodward. Good morning. I have to say, today is my work anniversary. 11 years and counting here. Wow. Thank you very much for your support. Today is Congratulations. The day. Thank you. Hey, you do a great job. I'll Thank tell you. Very on much. the air, you do a great hey, job. Chad will validate your parking. Ed and I will go in. <laughs> Ed and I, I tell you what, in honor of your, how many years here? 11, 11 years. 11 years. Ed and I will go in for a free bag of popcorn. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Hey, look, Ma, I made it. <laughs> I'll, I'll hold the bag, Ed. You, you <laughs> scooped the popcorn. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll buy you a drink. All right. From the drink machine. That didn't sound good, Ed, on Christian radio. <laughs> <laughs> from, the, from the soda machine. Okay, thank you. Clarifying that. Yes. I'll buy you a drink. Well, I right. did, I, in yeah. my defense, I did say from the machine. And yeah. any any organization that dispenses alcohol from a machine <laughs> is in serious trouble. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I'll take Dr. Pepper from a box. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll take the drink in the brown paper bag. <laughs> um, if you would like to join us on what Ed affectionately calls that their internet, you can go to Facebook or YouTube and type in today's issues, and you, we live video stream the show there. And on the Facebook page, we post the stories that we discuss so you can have access to the original source of the uh, stories that we talk about here on the program, today's issues. Ed, anything to add before we jump right in there? Uh, no, if that, well, if they are going to be on the road and people are in the summer, even though we're drifting towards school days, if you're going to be on the road somewhere and need your fix of American family radio and especially this show and who doesn't, right? Okay. You can download the AFR app on your smartphone or other portable device. You can also listen to, uh, the computer, go to uh, AFR.net and we stream all the programming live there. Uh, during the day, and you can also get podcasts for shows that you missed. So, so there. All right. Chris Woodward. Yes. Go ahead. All right. Well, you know, uh, the Biden administration and others uh, continue to try to find ways to combat the spread of COVID-19, while a number of people are trying to get the Biden administration to investigate the origins of COVID-19 as we have long discussed on this here program, uh, Republicans want uh, the Biden administration and other governments to investigate what, if any, connection the Wuhan lab actually had to the development and perhaps even the leak of COVID-19. And this morning, Fox was all over this. There is a report out, uh, Fox News picked up on this, the Wuhan National Biosafety Lab apparently requested bids for major renovations to air safety and waste treatment systems in research facilities mm-hmm. that had been operational for less than two years. I saw that. These the are the chip same. Of, chip of Joanna. Yeah, ship lab. <laughs> um, they needed some new ship lab. But, uh, you know, Republicans are pointing to this as the reason why they want to figure out what exactly China knew and did about COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Did they leak this? Was it intentional? Was it an accident? We want more answers. 
And I've got some sound here today. Uh, he's not a politician, of course, but uh, we've got some sound here from radio host and Fox News personality Dan Bongino on this report. Uh, he was on Fox and Friends, clip seven. Combine that with the fact that infectious disease experts around the world had already highlighted the infection control procedures at the Wuhan lab, and combine that with the fact that U.S. intel had already highlighted that way before the pandemic mm -hmm. became public knowledge, that there were, uh, were scientists in that lab that had become ill. Yeah. And tell me again how we didn't know this place was going to be a problem and U.S. taxpayers funded it anyway. Tell me that again with a straight face. <laughs> That's really sick. Let me ask you guys this. You know, obviously, we don't want people to get sick and we want to find ways to maybe treat people. Um, we can all have an opinion on vaccinations and masks and things like that. But should we try to figure out what exactly went on there in China on top of the other things that we're trying to do or maybe focus on, you know, treatments? Well, I think we can do more than one thing at a time. Uh, and I, I, I think, first of all, uh, we ought to know, we ought to find out the best we can. It's a communist country, and a lot of times you can't find out sure. anything except for what they let you find out. Okay? So we ought to find out because it's important to know whether China is culpable for this happening. We ought to find out because we need to know if America was helping to fund this research against the law, mm -hmm. all right? Even if they laundered the money, quote unquote, through some other organizations or groups so that the money would not be spent illegally. Uh, third, we ought to get find out because we need to make sure this doesn't happen again. And if there are additional safeguards that could be used or what have you, or a different, uh, uh, additional restrictions that could be placed on money that is spent, and it, you know, do we need to know if it's mm -hmm. being laundered laundered through another research organization, for example. So there are a number of reasons why I think we need to find out. And plus, it's just a, it's a part of history. You know, we need to know. I mean, we, we, we uh, went on and won World War II, you know, even though we didn't for a long time know, for example, whether, uh, whether U.S. intelligence knew the Japanese were planning mm -hmm. to attack Pearl Harbor, you sure. know, all those stories. So I think we, you can do more than one thing at a time, and I think we ought to continue to battle the consequences of the, <clears throat> of the spread of COVID-19, but we ought to get to the bottom of how it happened as well. What do you, you want think? my answer? Yes. They did it. They did it. Okay. So we don't have to find out. We Well, appreciate everything you just said, Ed, but in, uh, <laughs> I think in most re reasonable people's minds, mm -hmm. this was a virus created in a lab in Wuhan, China that escaped. Some people would argue, some people, now whether it was intentional, intentionally released on the world or not, I don't know. Maybe that's worth uh, investigating. Mm -hmm. Although, as you say, when you're dealing with a Chinese a communist country, uh, they're going to deny this till the Lord comes back. Right. You know? Uh, so I don't know. You can say all day, you can even prove all day that that this was this came from the Wuhan virus lab but they're never going to admit it i don't think so uh and i don't know exactly how the world quote holds them accountable um and and in fact um 
you have leading scientists in the world who have proven to have covered for China mm-hmm. uh, after, after, you know. Sure. <clears throat> so there's a lot of money involved, big money involved in, in, um, you know, the, the in the, what the communist Chinese can pay out yeah. to people to do their bidding. So I think just the, uh, I agree with Bill Maher on this. I agree with, rarely agree with him on mm-hmm. anything. Although more lately, uh, mm. he's a he's a Christian basher, for sure. Talking about Bill Maher, the mm. uh, political commentator slash comedian, but but he 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 said, you know, this is you know, this is it started in in <laughs> in Wuhan. It went around the world. It went to Italy, and there were so many tourists going from uh, Italy to China. Mm. We found out that's why it hit Italy so hard. So I mean, this is. Um, there are some people. Okay, now I'm going to get into conspiracy theory. Okay, I don't think what I've just described is conspiracy theory. I think it's common sense, and I said any reasonable sure. person would conclude that this was. <clears throat> that I'm just going to say leaked. Okay, I'm going okay. to say leaked from the. Uh, no, not leaked. Uh, well, leaked. Escaped. Uh, le- escaped unintentionally. Now, l- l- some people believe it was intentional. This is when I get into conspiracy theory. And by the way, not all conspiracies are wrong. <laughs> Sometimes conspiracy theories sure. have a basis in uh, in in uh, fact, mm-hmm. or at least uh, what appears to be fact, in that some people believe that this was a virus that was released in the fall of nineteen, right, intentionally to impact the 2020 presidential election in America because the Chinese hated Donald Trump's guts as president. He was doing a lot to uh, even the playing field on trade, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, they wanted to see him out. So if you release a virus in it gets into the uh, you know the American economy, which and causes what happened in our country. President Trump would have won. I think I don't know if handily, but it probably would have won by a larger margin than he did in sixteen had COVID not hit. Yeah. Now that's that's a political guess uh that's not a uh, conspiracy theory right there but but there are some there are a lot of people who believe what i just described that it was released on purpose to affect the world economy in particular the american economy and cause president trump to lose the election uh may, maybe that's five percent of the public i say a lot of people five to ten percent of the public might believe what i've just described but um uh, to back to your original question uh Yes, investigations, uh, maybe congressional investigations, need to be done, c- continue to be done to, to get as close as we can to finding out exactly what right. happened. But when you got the World Health Organization, they're doing the bidding of China early on. Now, they've had some critical statements of China in the last few months. Uh, you have this, uh, I mentioned this leading scientist. I forgot his name. He's like the Dr. Fauci of Great Britain. <clears throat> and he... he uh, Early on in this, got a bunch of his colleagues to co-sign a letter saying uh, that this absolutely did not uh, 
this was this was a natural, um, you know, monkey cut. What do they call bat caused and not lab created? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking so about? So they signed here? a letter saying that that they thought. Y- yes, it was. this this fella. I wish I could. I had his name. He's like the Dr. Fauci of 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 Great Britain. He basically got a bunch of his colleagues, leading scientists in the world, to sign a letter uh, saying that this was a natural-born disease or virus. Infectious, yeah, okay. And it was not created in the Wuhan lab. Well, now this guy has been shamed because, and and these people who signed the letter felt like they were being coerced by, because he's the top guy, and now they're having, they're they're backing off this claim uh, that they cited early on that China wasn't responsible for this. This was caused by bats, and because now uh, even the liberal media is saying, "Wait a minute, there is evidence to support the idea that this was created in the Wuhan lab, mm-hmm. this uh, COVID nineteen." So there's so much politics. Is Peter McCullough? Is that his name? gentleman's name is from Great Britain. I'm talking, look, look him up, Peter McCulley. Anyway, he's basically been embarrassed now uh, on the international stage of, because um, he tried, because he came out so early and so quick to say China's not responsible for this. There's a, there's there's so much money entangled around the world. It, sometimes you, you got to, as they say, follow the money, mm-hmm. you know, follow the money to find out what the real truth is, but sometimes it's hard to yeah. know exactly where the money's coming from or where it's going. Well, you see what I, did you, did you Google the fellow's name? Uh, I am. And, uh, trying to see what's popping up here. This probably a dentist in Des Moines. <laughs> no, this is Peter McCullough too. Uh, an opinion column. We should be questioning the global suppression of early treatment options for COVID-19. Does that make sense? Does that sound yeah. close yeah. to the guy? Anyway, I, I can't read the article here. Uh, anyway, uh, we, we'll get to that. Uh, no, this is a guy from Baylor University. Okay. So you're, you're t- uh, excuse me. Hold on just a second. This is a mass confusion. Dr. Peter McCullough is the doctor from Texas that I cited last week, right? Uh, this, who, that's, that's, I just looked up Dr. From Peter Baylor. McCullough, chief. The, uh, okay. No, no. I'm not talking about him. He's a good guy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you need to pay attention to what he says. I'm talking about the gentleman from... And I apologize, I can't cite his name. He's the Dr. Fauci of Great Britain. He's a world-renowned uh, virus doctor, whatever you call it, virus scientist. There's an epidemic epidemiologist. Yes. Anyway, okay, next story, Chris. Well, here in the U.S., we have this mass confusion uh, over – where exactly we should be on the issue of COVID-19. You've, you've had in recent days, for example, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention telling people that even if you are vaccinated, you should still be wearing a mask in certain circumstances and practice social distancing, wash your hands, all these other things. And as some people have said, this mixed messaging is causing a lot of confusion in their state or in the country in general. I've got some audio here. This is Governor Tate Reeves, a Republican from Mississippi, on AFA at the core on Friday, talking about the mixed messaging when it comes to the CDC telling people to wear masks in certain situations, regardless of their vaccination status. Clip three. When they say that the vaccine works, but yet then say if you're vaccinated, you still need to be wearing masks mm. indoors and you need to act exactly the same whether you're vaccinated or not. 
that just sends a, a, a terrible message to those individuals who are on the fence who are thinking about whether or not they're going to get vaccinated. My view is, and, and I do believe in the efficacy of the vaccine, I believe uh, it is helpful. I have personally taken it. My wife has, my mom has, my dad has. Uh, but you're right. It's certainly um, very, very important for those who are more vulnerable. Um, those over the age of 50 uh, have comprised a significantly high percentage of the total number of hospitalizations in Mississippi. Um, in that particular category of individuals, we actually have a pretty high vaccination rate uh, in our state. But again, it's about giving everyone, giving individuals the information that they need so that they can make the best decisions for themselves. Now, guys, that again was Governor Tate Reeves, a Republican from Mississippi on AFA at the Core, a radio program on AFR, which airs between 1 and 2, Monday through Friday, 1 to 2 Central. Um, but, to, you know, to be honest, you know, a lot of people would say, well, Republicans are going to say this and that and bash, you know, the Biden administration or whatnot. But I personally know Democrats that are really upset. Like, listen, I was the first one in line or I was among the first people to get vaccinated. Now you're telling me I still got to wear a mask and do all these things. People are are very upset about this. It's not a partisan uh, situation. We're seeing people on both sides of the political aisle uh, really upset and voicing criticism about this. Have you? Do you know anybody in that situation? Well, I know, I know a lot of people who are confused and as a result are irritated because of all the what seems to be conflicting uh, the conflicting guidelines, you know, to me, I, I, this is, this has been a, a, I don't want to say a disaster from the very beginning, but the way it has been handled, I think has frustrated your average person mm-hmm. because for example, there was a for, for a long time. Now I've had the vaccine. My wife has as well. Um, but there was a long time when we were assuming because that, this is what at least we were told mm-hmm. or it was implied was that if you got the vaccine, you're safe. You don't have to wear a mask. Okay. So what I'm saying is they should have explained, you don't have to wear a mask to protect yourself because you've got the vaccine Mm -hmm. Uh, or slash you've had COVID, you have the antibodies, but you you may still be a carrier of the virus and could infect someone else who has not been vaccinated or who has chosen not to be vaccinated so then people have to make up their minds. If that's if that's what you're telling me, then I need to make up my mind. And the mm-hmm. people who are not getting the vaccine, they've made their decision. Yeah. So, again, why should I wear a mask after well after the vaccine has been available to everyone? Why should I wear a mask to protect people who have made the decision that they don't want to get the mm-hmm. vaccine? They've made their choice. So. Why should I wear a mask? Yeah, I think this is definitely egg on the face of the president and his administration because he ran a lot last year on I have a plan. I'll listen to the scientists and we'll we'll combat this and we'll make it to where things go back to normal. Uh, stuff like that. And well, here we have them all over the place. Well, I will say this. Again, this is one of those things I'm going to say that some of our listeners want to throw things at the radio and say bad things about me. But I have to offer this in our discussion here, in all fairness, the variant changed everything. Well, that's true. The variant changed everything. So uh, I don't – We get you just got to be careful about slamming people when, when, when facts on the ground change. Like I said, it's like in warfare. You got to be willing to be – to go the direction that – 
the facts on the mm-hmm. ground uh, determine. Now, so I'm just saying nobody, I don't think anybody expected the variant to explode the way it has in the last few weeks. Yeah, but early on, they were they were telling us if you've had the vaccine, you're safe from the variant. That is too, true. Remember? Fauci even said that. Yeah, they said if you had the vaccine, well, that's you're not safe. true. Not that I hang yeah. on everything that Fauci said. That is just said. not true. Yes, we Fauci got staff here this week who have been vaccinated. I guess about 20% of our staff has been vaccinated and uh, 20, 25%. And we got staff who are at home right now with COVID. And they're sick and they got vaccinated in April. Yeah. And we're hearing stories like that from all over. So mm-hmm. I don't think, uh, I don't think that's true. No, it's, I think it's patently untrue. Yeah. Now, yeah. now that's what, now they're having to say. This, and this is another problem in this whole thing is that this was, this is what I resent about the people who, uh, who want to shame people for not getting the vaccine. For example, just one or uh, just one example is, um, and, and Biden said this the other day, talking about something. He used this. He said, "Well, at that time, that's what we thought to be true about containment or lockdowns or face mask or whatever, or in this case, the um, the um, shot vaccine, the vaccine. Which, by the way, vaccines in my mind has always meant." total prevention of something like polio vaccine but now we got vaccines it's a shot you're taking a shot and and it's not it's 90 90 percent anyway so they say Mm -hmm. but but uh so these people who say well you get the vaccine or you're causing the spread of the virus you know you're causing our country not to be able to get past this because you won't get the vaccine vaccine you ignorant hillbilly uh, by the way, there are a lot of ignorant hillbillies who've gotten the shot. Okay, so I think they get an unfair. And there are a lot of ignorant city people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That aren't so, hillbillies. So here's what I'm saying. When I'm saying, okay, by the way, I've got uh, the antibodies, so I'm I'm I've got natural antibodies at least right now, right against COVID. You've been tested for. I've that. been tested for that. So my thing is, um, you're shaming people for not getting the vaccine when it's an experimental vaccine. Okay. It's ex- mm-hmm. ex- once they take the word experimental off of it, I might feel better about it. Right. Okay. But right now you're telling us it's an experimental vaccine, which appears to not stop the transmission of the variant. Uh, now what they'll tell you is, well, it, it, uh, if you get COVID, it lessens your chances of being, uh, really sick. Right, mm-hmm. or maybe even having, and I don't know. Maybe that's true, but they, it, they ought to be saying, or what, so we think. Right, it's that's the what argument I'm saying. to make about why a flu shot. W- that's what I'm saying. Why don't so? Why don't you say? Uh, why don't you say what you just said instead of saying, "Well, everybody get vaccinated and the problem solved." Right. It sounds like to me, guys, just a layman's interpretation of what's going on in the world that COVID's going to be here for a long time in different variants. Yeah. And uh, so it, it's, we're just going to have to live with it. Mm-hmm. And you can't be locking down and shutting down right. and and uh, closing schools and closing businesses. I yeah. don't think I don't think Americans have the appetite for that again. I, I don't either. Huh? I don't even in blue states. Well, our our government think. can't stand for that. Like we will not have an economy if we right. shut it down again. 
Oh, come on, Chris. There's plenty of money that you can't combat Congress a pandemic if you don't have if a somebody, economy. <laughs> if somebody knows the man I'm talking about, his name, uh, he's one of the leading scientists in the world. He's from Great Britain, and he's the one that early on got the letter uh, circulated among scientists saying this couldn't have come, couldn't have been invented in the or released from the Wuhan lab. It was uh, it was caused by bats. We'll be back momentarily. Stay with us. Friendships is offering an exciting opportunity for young adults who want to grow in their walk with God, become physically fit, and learn relief ministry while serving in the Middle East. This is an amazing opportunity to serve God and experience Israel. Check out Seahawks one-year scholarship program at friendships.org or call 337-433-5022. That's 337-433-5022. The next session begins August 19th. What would it be like if every person knew that they were created in the image of God? After two years in the making, American Family Studios proudly presents In His Image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. There are only two sexes, male or female. If you're conceived with a Y chromosome, you will develop into a male. In His Image is a documentary featuring life-changing testimonies of former LGBT individuals. In my most formative years of development of sexuality, I went through a brutal time of uh, sexual distortion, molestation. Visit InHisImage.movie to watch In His Image. Well, everybody, welcome to this unboxing video as we unbox my hormone blockers. In His Image from American Family Studios is available now for free viewing. Visit inhisimage.movie. You're made in the image of God. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starn. Stand by for news and commentary next. No matter your career goals, you want to find a university that provides excellent academics and state-of-the-art facilities at a price you can afford. At Liberty University, they believe a quality Christian education should be available to everyone. That's why they've frozen their tuition rates through the 2021-2022 academic year and offer multiple scholarships, like the Middle America Scholarship, to bring that price point even lower. Learn more by texting STARNS to the number 49596. American swimmer Lily White has miffed at all of you sports fans. She used a profane choice of words to describe critics of the U.S. women's swimming team. They came home with the silver and bronze medal in Tokyo, coming up short of the gold. And that's what led to Miss White's profane outburst. She wants to know why fans are not cheering or celebrating their second and third place finishes. She says it's not about winning, it's about celebrating an athlete's career. Spoken like a true loser. As if there's something wrong with pushing athletes to be the best they can be to win the gold. Don't be surprised if future Olympic Games decide to forego medals and instead offer participation trophies to soothe the fragile egos of modern-day athletes. Be sure to check out a copy of my new book available right now at toddstarns.com. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled, but in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience, so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. 1 Peter 3, 14-16 American Family Radio
This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim here with Ed and Chris, and we thank you for listening to AFR. Joining us now uh, from our nation's capital, our parts there close, is our good friend Gary Bauer. And uh, Gary's well-known to our listeners as a pro-family advocate, Mm -hmm activist in uh, our nation's capital been our guest many times here on afr how you doing gary hey good tim great to be with you today as always thank you sir appreciate you being on with us hey gary uh before we get into what we ask you to be on about i cannot remember the name of the uh, scientist in great britain who um got all his colleagues to sign a letter early on in the covid uh, spread during the early on of the COVID experience, I guess you could say, uh, where he was trying to um, let uh, China off the hook. He was basically saying this was caused by bats. Yeah. Do, do you remember that fellow's name? Uh, I've called him a number of things. None of them his name. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm so, trying, I, yeah, this is I'm embarrassing. Trying. I'm trying to help our li- I'm trying to help our listeners so I can. They can verify what I'm saying themselves, and I can't think of his name. Yeah, I've uh, drawn a blank, too. I, uh, okay. If I can come up with it uh, either on the air, I'll, I'll, uh, but, but I'll I, okay, but I, the, My point was how corrupt this whole thing is. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Tim, you, now there, you you know, you, one doesn't even need the names. It, it, right. This is corrupt from top to bottom, and uh, I, I'm just, it's been astonishing again the last week or so to watch our own government attacking uh, the American people uh, while saying virtually nothing about the growing body of evidence that uh, this truly is the Chinese communist coronavirus and uh, all the suffering and pain here in the United States and around the world uh, all gets back to the criminal enterprise known as the Chinese Communist Party. Mm. Do you think the, this leaked out of the lab over there? They were they were they were testing and creating bioweapons, and it happened to escape. Is that what you think is the most likely thing that happened? I, I think it's overwhelmingly uh, likely that it came from the lab, and because they have refused to cooperate with us, and we know the other horrible things they're they're doing in their own country to their own people, and what they've done around the world. Uh, I, I think it. You know, it could have leaked, or it could be something even more sinister. And I know nobody wants to think about that possibility. Yeah. Gary, tell our listeners about your organization and where they can find you on the web and so forth. Well, uh, the the uh, main group is uh, American Values, which is a public policy organization, and you can find us at uh, our O U R our American Values. Uh, dot org and uh, find out there what we're doing and sign up for this uh, little end of day report I do every day that uh, spreads uh, I'm sure ulcers and all kinds of other problems across America when people end up reading it. But uh, well, it's sure. an it's an excellent summary of the news each day uh, and gives you your your uh, thoughts and opinions as well. Uh, 
Okay, so on Friday, I guess it was a Thursday, you had a uh, a piece on the border mm-hmm. and uh, the disaster that that's been for. Well, I don't know if you call it a disaster when that when that's what you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but for the for the country, it's a disaster with now over well over a million people having come in here since Biden got sworn into office uh, have come into our country through the southern border and wouldn't even know they're just letting them go now yeah it's catch and release go ahead well yeah that's a that's a great summary i mean it's um i it's so scandalous it's really hard to know where where to begin uh none of this is i i hear a lot of folks saying well you know biden has really made a mistake at the border it wasn't a mistake folks right uh, it, it's absolutely clear what the left wing of the Democrat Party wants to do. It doesn't like the current electorate of the United States, and it's trying to basically replace that electorate. And uh, I, I find it more than interesting that at the same time, we're allowing uh, hundreds of thousands of people to pour across the border. Uh, liberal Democrats are fighting in states all over the country uh, to not have to have a voter ID when you vote. Gee, what could go wrong? <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it's just, it's obvious what's going on here. And it's gotten even worse as we're speaking. There's a, a video uh, shot by drones today that was run on Fox News, uh, and it shows about a thousand people mm-hmm. uh, underneath a bridge that had just crossed the border uh, a few hours ago, in one section of the border. And then you get into the other issues where we now know that uh, these people coming across either aren't being tested for AIDS, or for AIDS aren't being tested for COVID, and if, uh, in, in many cases that they are tested, many of them are tested, testing positive, and local communities aren't being told when those COVID-positive uh, people are being dropped off in their communities, and many of the people crossing the border are refusing to take vaccines at the same time that our government is berating those Americans who are American citizens who are, in many cases, uh, for valid reasons, not taking the vaccine. For example, they already had the disease and they don't need a vaccine. So th- this should be on the lead of every news feed every day, but sadly it's only a few outlets uh, like Fox, like you at American Family Radio, uh, a few places that are bothering to report it. And so uh, I think if, if the average American understood the depth of this, uh, uh, of this scandal, uh, <clears throat> Biden's approval ratings would be around 20%. I think this is a breakdown in our... Um, well, I don't know how you describe this exactly. Uh, I don't. I was going to say breakdown in our constitutional system mm-hmm. because the the create the founders and all generations before us, you just assumed that the commander in chief of the country would care about who's pouring in here, who's coming in here, and want to enforce the law. We have laws on our books to deal with immigration. Mm -hmm. You can't just walk into our country, all right, and just be sent all over the place 
and we don't even know who you are or what we have we have immigration laws we we are we we let a million people a year and legally immigrate right. into the United States of America that's been our history so we're a very welcoming country and, but we but here you have a system breakdown where the it's kind of like the uh, you have the uh, what do you call it at a prison a warden yep you have the the warden whose job is to protect this uh, to keep the inmates in and the warden open up open up all the jail cells and is sitting back smoking a cigarette watching TV going and doesn't care so what I'm saying is the the person who's responsible constitutionally for protecting our border opens the border up I don't know what I don't know what you do about the the governor of Texas is trying to do right. something but he let's face it he's impotent uh, to do anything about it I mean really he can I think Governor Abbott's trying to say the right things and trying to get the attention of the Biden administration, but they don't care. And so you have his state most affected by the situation at the border, but he's the governor of the state who can't do anything to stop it. That just seems like a breakdown in the, in the constitutional system to me, Gary. Well, that's a great uh, summary of the situation, Tim. You're exactly right. Uh, You know, we all remember how outrageous it was and how angry people were when they would find out that, a city like San Francisco or uh, Chicago or whatever would declare themselves sanctuary cities. And that basically was sending a message that if you were an illegal immigrant in the United States, you could go to one of those cities, and the officials in those cities would not cooperate with federal law enforcement. Well, Biden and Kamala Harris have turned the whole country into a sanctuary country. Mm-hmm. where when you enter the country, once you set foot in here, uh, the, the president and the vice president are not going to cooperate with any official to do anything to return you to your place of origin and require you to go through the normal uh, process of, of, the, of, of entering the country. And, I, you know, Tim, I, I mean, I, we've all heard people on the left when they hear people like us talking about the border. Oh, we're racist. You know what? That's what motivates us. Look, I'm, I'm looking at research that shows black Americans don't like this. Hispanic Americans don't like this. Working class people generally don't like it, whatever their race is, because they know all these people pouring across the border will be cheap labor that will undercut the salaries of hardworking Americans of all races. So it, it is a national scandal. You mentioned that uh, the governor is probably impotent in all this. I, I'm at, I, I tend to agree, but I really feel like this is so extraordinary. I want officials in states like Arizona and Texas to do things they've never done before. I, you know, I'm not, I don't even know what those things are, but do them. It, this is a crisis. This is an emergency. And if you go too far, let the courts sort it out, but maybe you'll do something that the courts will hold up. But I don't see how we can continue to let this happen day after day, people from over 88 countries pouring into the United States. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess the uh, you know the, uh, the voters could uh, blame the Democrats in the fall of 2022 
I think the Democrats are going to lose the House of Representatives anyway on the track that this is headed. But, you know, what, what good is that between now and then when 3 million people pour into our country? Yeah, uh, and besides, I think that for the, for the majority of Americans, even though this is, as Gary says, and Gary, you know, ad- address this, please, but even though this is a catastrophe for the country, for the vast majority of Americans, it seems like immigration is way down on the list. And I don't know what you do. I mean, Joe Biden's acting like a deadbeat dad. I mean, mm. you know, he's got responsibilities to the country and he's just either he doesn't want to do them or he believes that what what he's allowing is best for the country. But for most Americans, they're they're trying to piece together their life. And unless you're living on the border, this seems like it's down the list. Gary, I mean, do, do you you know, you get around, you speak and. Uh, address a, a host of different issues are are most americans is this number one on their list or is it down down a ways well it's 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 gone up on the list some some of the polling showing that the the, the increasing crime wave and then uh and now the you know the open border is, is beginning that both of those are beginning to resonate i think you're right that it's way down on the list of things that americans think they can do something about you know, it just seems so frustrating if your own government is not willing to do the number one reason that people through the centuries formed government, which was to protect the citizens and to protect the boundaries of a nation. Without boundaries, you really don't have a nation. You just yeah, have a you, even, you even have a Democrat congressman on the border down there. Uh, what's Quayar, his name? Quayar, is it? Yes. Democrat congressman who had a joint press conference with Lindsey Graham last week, the Republican from South Carolina, saying this is this is chaos. My my people on the border are are they're in they're they're being swamped, overrun with people coming into our country illegally. And uh, of course, uh, when I hear him, I I I, I want to take him at his word, but then on the other hand, he doesn't say I want. I, he didn't go out in front of the White House and have a press conference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. So uh, I'm, he's not wanting to embarrass, doesn't seem to the president. The president needs embarrassing on this uh, situation. But uh, you're listening to today's issues. Chris, did you have a question for Gary? I do. Um, Gary, what do you think is going to be the messaging for Republicans in the midterm elections? Because obviously we've got COVID and the response or lack thereof from the Biden administration when it comes to China. Critical race theory is also a big issue. We talk about it a lot, play a lot of clips here on the program. But is border number one or should it be like a 1A type topic for them to run on? Or where do you see that? Uh, Good question, Chris. You know, it's... um it's a big country. These congressional districts are often, well, they're very different from each other depending on the part of the country they're in. So a lot of the answer will depend on where the congressional district is. But I think in a lot of working-class congressional districts throughout uh, the Midwest and in states like Pennsylvania and Michigan, and then, of course, any state uh, anywhere near the border, uh, bringing up that what's happening at the border is, is going to affect everybody. It's going to affect your kids' schools. It's going to affect your job. It's going to affect the, uh, uh, the, the integrity of our elections. Uh, it's, it's going to add to the crime problems, the drug problems. 
Uh, I think that's going to be uh, that will be a a key campaign issue and something that I think the Biden administration is going to and 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 any Democrat congressional candidate that supports the Biden administration, it's going to be difficult for them to defend what's what's been happening uh, day after day here. What do you think about inflation, Gary? Uh, do you think that's going to do you think it's going to get worse um, or better or what do you think is going to happen there? It's so unpredictable because we we haven't been through something like a a pandemic, you know, for about a hundred years. Um, so some of this inflation could be caused by the fact that the country, obviously and and fortunately, opened back up, and so people are out there and and they've got pent up demand for things. But not all of the factories have fully opened. Uh, the the trade with other countries has got problems because of shortages of ships and other things. So you've got too few good goods and a lot of demand from people wanting to buy those goods. And that's sort of the classic definition of what causes inflation. And then there's this little thing where we're spending uh, gobs of money, numbers I, I don't even bother to try to understand anymore. Uh, and if you have too much money chasing too much goods, that causes inflation. So I, I think it may not stay at, at levels as bad as we're seeing right now, but it, it's hard for me to, to conclude that that inflation is going to go away between now and November of next year. And it, it will have an impact. Inflation historically has always been bad for the party in power, no matter which party it was. Yeah. Well, Gary, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it. I look forward to your daily reports. Uh, And uh, thanks for being on our program today. Thank you, Tim. Great to be with you. You do a great job, and I've always been honored to be associated with you guys. Thank you, brother. Uh, Feelings mutual. That's Gary Bauer joining us from Washington, D.C. And we did not have to pay him for that compliment either, Tim. So that was was heartfelt. Actually, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I paid him $27. Oh, okay. That, and, and it used to be 20 but I, but, but that's inflation for I negotiated for that before the show. <laughs> I just so asked, you begged to differ. You, yeah, did, you did pay him, okay. I just don't, you don't want to be upfront about it. I paid, yeah, I paid the absolutely. guy to, uh, to America, yeah. right? <laughs> that's, that's right. No, I'm kidding. About half All a right. tank no, of Gary, gas. Gary's been a friend yeah. of this ministry, and we're a friend, a friend to him, and he is a, a warrior culture war and been in the political battles he was in the reagan administration wasn't yeah. he so this goes back all the way back to the reagan administration excellent writer and speaker so uh so you you think the uh i know you're not an economist but you did stay at holiday Inn express last night i think um no, I well, didn't. You I didn't, no, you didn't. I slept poorly in my own bed. <laughs> so, um, no, I'm I'm not an economist. Right. I I, I kind of was a little encouraged by what he was saying yeah. that because it is true there uh, there are supply chain issues in this country. I'm probably all over the place, and that would have an impact on inflation. There's also what the Biden administration did though to the oil supply. You know, with pipelines mm-hmm. and all that. That is also going to so. Government policy also affects hey, uh, inflation. How it all washes out, I, I, I have my, no way of My wife uh, went, was, went around town where we live, uh, you know, was thinking about trading her car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are very few new cars on the, on the lots. And, and that's just not here. That's a, mm-hmm. 
a lot of other places around the country right. too. Have you, have you heard about this? I, I have. Heard. I know somebody who was looking just this weekend. Wasn't me, but uh, know someone who was looking, and they there was only uh, only two new vehicles, two new mm-hmm. pickup trucks that they were looking at. That was it. Yeah, the chip uh, shortage, as it's being uh, referred to in many circles. The chip. Sh- there's a problem with like the chips, the components that go yeah, into making that's what the I chip heard. That's and what, then that's... shipping it and mm-hmm. all kinds of things. Yeah, and, just, and it, new cars are all about computers. Mm-hmm. So, but it's just bizarre, huh? So you got people who want to buy them, right? Yeah. They just don't have them. Yeah, it's a it. it's a big problem. If you're a used car salesman, you know this may be a I I should call some used car people today and see if there's a, you know boom. They're good. The used car cars. salesmen are getting their good name back, right? As a result of this, it's it's similar, I think, to certified pre-owned now. Yes, yes. certified pre-owned. <laughs> yeah, we changed. Oh, it, yeah, it's not called used it anymore, is it? Nobody calls it. Yeah, certified pre-owned. <laughs> Where did you do? Who threw in the word certified? That just make it sound. Somebody better? probably paid somebody twenty-seven dollars, and <laughs> yeah. then you know got something in writing. But. Uh, okay, guys, you guys through? Because I had yeah, something. Yeah, really we are. Yeah. I was going to share. Please no, share, I, share from since, your heart, Ed. Since I, since I am not economically. Uh, uh, astute, a, astute. Thank you. See, not even astute when it comes to the English language. <laughs> uh, but I think a similar thing's happening with homes. We've all heard stories of people. We we have someone in our neighborhood who, on one day, my wife and I drive by. They have a a sign out front, home for sale. Mm-hmm. Two days later, we come by, and I say, "Huh? They took their uh, their sign down. I wonder if they decided to stay." No, somebody bought the house that yes. quickly. So. It is also happening with homes. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, homes are selling like hotcakes, yeah. but if you want to build one, it's very oh, sure. expensive. Yeah, it, it costs you an arm and a leg and, and somebody else's arm and a leg yes. for you to build right now uh, with the lumber and other materials uh, going through the roof. I tell you this, we, we bought a house and moved into it, literally signed the paperwork like a week before things shut down last year. <laughs> and when everything went nuts, it was like... Okay, Lord. Uh, I don't know what you're Blame teaching the Lord me here. For it, huh? Yes, it was like uh, I mean, I learned a lot about faith and trust last year. Let me yeah, tell you, you that. You, you said, Lord, I don't know what you're trying to teach me here, but I'm sure it has something to do with fear. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fear is to the devil what faith is to God. There yeah. you go. There's a nugget of wisdom for you. There. All right. What else you got? Well, let's mention and this, this is your last quick. four and a half minutes. Yes. So make I it wanna, count. Well, yes. Um, I. I tend to be a fan more of sausage than bacon, but this is an important story, and I am the agricultural this, reporter. This really is important. Yes. Bacon, if you are not aware of this, America, may disappear in the state of California because new pig rules are about to take effect. I'm reading from the AP here. At the beginning of next year, California will begin enforcing an animal welfare proposition approved overwhelmingly by voters in 2018 that requires more space for breeding pigs, egg-laying chickens, and veal calves. Now, national veal and egg producers say they're optimistic about this, that they can meet the new standards, but only 4% of hog operators now comply with the new rules. And guys, unless the courts intervene or the state temporarily allows what's being called non-compliant pork meat to be sold in the state of California, California will lose almost all of its pork supply much of which comes from Iowa, and pork producers will face higher costs to regain a key market. There are millions of people in California. It is one of the world's largest economies. It contributes greatly to our national economy, and bacon may disappear in the state of California. Okay, now, I was I was about to laugh 
until I heard something else you said here. So let me tell you why I was going to laugh. Okay. Because I think California deserves it. They deserve to lose their bacon supply <laughs> for the, all the idiotic rules they have for animals that are destined to so is slaughter. So karma, Ed? So, I, so to me, that's karma, although I, I do think you should be as kind as you can to animals before you lay the axe to their heads. But <laughs> let me ask you this. Did oh, you my say, word. You, you said you're most, digging a hole here, I know. Ed. I know. Pig, pig lovers all over. Of. Yeah. Pig lovers all over are going to be angry at me. Okay, so are you saying that California's rules also apply to pork producers in other states? Yeah, basically, if you are a hog farmer in Iowa, as I just mentioned here, you're going to have to – it's not like a everybody goes for the same set of standards anymore. California's going to have rules, and you're going to have to have hogs over here – complying with california's if regulations. you want to sell yes. in oh so that's yes. that's tough on the yeah. rest of the country so, right and so that's the thing like as much as we want to kind of laugh off and you know roll our eyes at california this means a guy perhaps even a listener in the great state of iowa uh who raises hogs is now going to be uh losing customers unless he or she complies well with this. listen i i uh, folks here in my home state of mississippi where our flagship station for the 183 radio stations is based around the country here in Mississippi. What do you say, folks? Let's take up the slack from California, Iowa, uh, pig growers, bacon suppliers. We'll take California's bacon. You know what? Here's my solution. Tell California that your pigs identify as chickens. And there you go. Problem solved. If, I did that in yes. 20 seconds, hey, America. I like that. Take that, that Newsom. That's very good. <sighs> we'll take your bacon, I California. Just, I mean, that's a bummer. Man, you sticker. talk about dystopia. <laughs> a world without bacon? That would be like a bad science fiction movie or something like that. No, well, it's ba- like a world without sunshine, Tim. Duly noted, Ed. We'll be back in five minutes. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.